Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. Let's talk about your lead follow-up because this is another real, real difficult thing for, for agents to understand. Yep. Of the business that you're doing, the 250 deals, how many are coming from contacts that you made one time versus the database that you've built over six years, would you say? 85% or 90% comes from the database or it comes from people I'm just following up with, man. So, I mean, they could have expired four weeks ago, but now I've had 15 conversations with a guy and he's really, he's now ready to go. We need to build relationships. That's what this is about. You have to connect and build a relationship with these people. You can't go in there just trying to fill your own pockets. Because if you go in there with that, you might get some listings. You might crack a couple and, and get, get, get some good money from that. You're not going to be able to build a sustainable business. And that should be what we all want. We should all want a good business that's duplicatable, that sustains itself, and that's predictable. So we don't have to worry about where's my next deal coming from? How am I going to get a listing today? So, so coach us through that really quick about building the database and monetizing the conversations and the contacts over six years because that's something that your team really focuses on that I wish I can really get across to these folks in this group that I love so much. Yeah. So, I mean, for us, we, uh, so if I make a contact with somebody and they say, Kevin, I appreciate it. No chance we're selling no matter what. Price was perfect. We have a condition. We can't move for seven months. I'd say, great. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot you over my information. It sounds like it might be a little bit too early for us to meet today. So I'm gonna shoot. Or, so I'm gonna shoot you over my information, my track record, marketing. I'm gonna shoot you over the most recent sales, and we're gonna communicate. We're gonna stay in communication throughout this entire period. So that way, if you need anything from me, obviously you have all my contact information. And I'm gonna keep sending you some good information on the community. So I'm gonna take their name. I'm gonna put them in Infusionsoft. I'm gonna put them in Real Geeks. I'm gonna send them an email, a one-off email, thanking them for their time, thanking them for communication, all of that on that end. I'm gonna put in my notes if it's a cold call. Now I'm going to call them back in a month from that conversation. Even though they said seven months, I'm going to call them back in like a month, three weeks to a month. If it's an expired, I'm calling them back the next day. If it's a for sale by owner, I'm calling them back the next day. If it's a hotter kind of target, I'm calling them back immediately after and I already know what I'm going to say. Maybe I was just checking in, Brandon. I want to make sure that you got my email that I shot over yesterday. Had a lot of good information. Did you have a chance to take a look at that? Yeah, Kevin, we had a chance to take a look at it. And again, seven, eight months, listen, I, I know you're seven or eight months down the line. And just to confirm again, if I did have a buyer in the next three or four months, that wouldn't even work for you? Or is that something you would entertain a one-time showing? It's just tr really digging in and getting that information. And now, man, I have people that I'll call tomorrow on my, uh, on my call list that, man, I got notes back to 2017, 2016, 2018. So I just have to go through the dialogue of where we ended up at last time and I'd say one thing that I've mastered is how to have that phone call very fast. So a lot of people can say, dang, dude, that's a lot of people you're talking to for, for not even a listing for seven or eight months down the line. That conversation is 30 seconds max, 45 seconds max. All right. So, so two big things. So it's 1.30. We've got about 20, 25 more minutes left. Um, how do you manage your lead follow-up? Because th that's the question I get all the time. So how are you managing these call lists and, and what does that look like? Probably the absolute stupidest way possible, where a lot of people have these databases that they're doing it. All of my people are in Gmail calendar. Oh, I had that for a while. I had that for a while. I had that for a while. 
I did that for a long time. Then I started not to be able to read my handwriting. <laughs> I started not to be able to read my handwriting. I didn't know whether it was a seven or a nine or a four or what their name was. Or right. I wasn't able to put notes in that book as well. Hold on, can, I pause you for a second? can I pause you for one second? Yeah. How much money were you making off this folder, this system, before you entered a, 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 a piece of technology? Yeah, I think I did about $700,000 that year. In Dude, you guys, 700000 on pieces of paper in my little folder system. So anyway, all right, keep going. So you manage yeah, it? Yeah, so this is a Gmail calendar, man. That's it. And if they're real hot, I tag them as red. So they come up as red. And if they're lukewarm or cold or red, they're purple, which is just like the standard color. And that's it, man. I just throw them on a date. I forget about it. And multiple times throughout the day, I check that Gmail calendar. That's what I do with my appointments too. I just throw them in there. I got an appointment at 12 tomorrow. Boom. Appointment 12. Here's their name. Here's the address. Real simple, real basic, real boring, no sexiness to it at all. Nope. Love it. All right. Now, the big question is uh, around a man, a guy that's doing the amount of business you're doing, you have to be super intentional with your time as you've mentioned a few times. Before you go and leave your seat, your prospecting station, to go spend an hour there, hour back, what are you going to do? What's your process before you determine, am I going to go preview this FISBO? Am I going to go on this appointment or I'm not going on this appointment? What does that look like for Kevin Mills? Yeah, so my schedule's changed a lot. So I would say that I'm a lot more intentional now than when I first started. Like if I was not desperate, but if I really needed some business, I wanted to really build up my business and I didn't have appointments this afternoon, I would set my entire afternoon, three days a week at least, and jam pack it with every for sale by owner in town that I could get in there to the door of. And then I would go into like MapQuest or something and I would figure out the best route to knock out all four of them. And I would schedule my appointments in that row to be the most effective that I can. And I would go on as many previews as I can. I would get in as many doors as I can, try to start building those relationships out of those. And, and listen, I would, I would disqualify some of them. If it was just somebody who's putting it out there, wanting an unrealistic price, they have no motivation and they're going to be a jerk, don't go. You don't have to work with those kinds of people. But most of the people that you talk to that are for sale by owner aren't going to be like that. Most of them are, are going to want to save money. They think they can do it by themselves. But what they're going to realize is they don't have the systems and processes and exposure that you have. And, and you just have to ease them into that conversation. You got to ask them questions while you're walking around and previewing the property. And then hopefully by the end of you previewing, you're able to sit them down at a table and just slowly start going through the process of what it would look like if they decided at some point down the road to go with you. I love it. But I'm so, going all of them. So, so half the people are on that system. The other half are asking me, well, now, Brandon, I'm getting a little bit busier. What, how do you determine that today with your, your schedule? How are you determining? Which I pre-qualify everybody I talk. Everybody before I leave my desk, I pre-qualify. And I still get, let me just tell you something, take up a little bit of time. I went on an appointment this morning that I called at 10 a.m. and it was an 11 o'clock appointment, like 20 minutes down the road. I show up today at 11 o'clock and he told me that he signed paperwork with the guy at 10.30. Wow. Didn't even call me. Didn't he? I still get the, the BS, you know, and you're going to get that. But guess what I did? I took it out of my head and I threw it away. And I'll never think about that guy ever again or the situation. I'm completely detached. That sucks, but I'm completely detached. But, but, and that's with a really good prequel. So I wow. pre-qualify every single person I talk to. It's, Hey, j- thanks for your time earlier today. Just making sure we're still good today at two o'clock. Does that still work for you? Yes, it does. Right, now, when I come over, is that some, when I come over, are all the decision makers going to be present? Are you the only owner? Is anybody else who owns a property going to be there? Yeah, it's just going to be me. Just me. 
Yeah, okay, perfect. So so when I come over, it's just going to be you handling it. One thing I like to do, and I think we talked about it a little bit earlier, I really want to walk the home through the eyes of a buyer. So when I get there, I really want to take a look throughout the entire property. Is, is it prepared for showing? Like if you had somebody called you right now and they're ready to see the property, are you guys prepared to, to show the house? Yeah, yeah, I think it would be that. Yeah, for sure. Side note, the reason I'm asking that is to see when they're looking to really get started putting this down. But if they're like, no, man, I mean, we wouldn't be able to show this thing for two weeks. All right, mm -hmm. now you know this guy's two weeks out from doing anything with any buyer, which could be a pro, could be a con once you get some further information. So it's like, great. After we see that, one thing I like to do is sit you down, just share with you some things I'm doing behind the exposure of these properties to help my clients get you the most amount of money. Now, I'm not coming there ask, begging you to sign a contract or, or putting pen to paper immediately, but what I like to do is show you some approaches I'm taking. Maybe they make sense for you. Maybe you want to, uh, maybe you want to embrace some of these ideas on yourself, but at the end of the day, I think you're going to get a lot of value after that, and then you can see what I'm doing, what I'm offering to my clients to help get them the most amount of money. And they usually say, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, Kevin, but we're probably still going to do for sale by owner for a little bit. Yeah, I understand. But, but again, I mean, if I could show you where I could put more money in your pocket, you, you'd probably entertain at least the thought of putting it on the market. You don't care whether I sell it or you sell it as long as you get the same amount of money or more in your pocket, right? I mean, it's just using those lines, man. And you'll get the answers from them. They'll give you the answers. And then you sit down at the table, man, and you just make it a very easy, easy smooth conversation. And that's just try to build a relationship. Yep. I love it. I love it. It's real non-threatening. It's like, hey, let's look at this. If it makes sense, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. Yeah. Love it. All right. So very cool. Now, um, you had said something to me off air yesterday because we're in a for sale by owner training program. You've got a for sale by owner system that uh, you had talked to me about. Do, do we have time to go through that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Let me, let me load it up on my end because I, I have it here and I just haven't I'm going to get it done. I think the first thing is committing yourself to this system. So you got to do your math behind it first. So you got to say, all right, am I willing to go on all these previews? Am I willing to be excited for every preview? Am I willing to do a lot of follow-up after I go on these previews? Am I willing to play the long-term game with these people to get this business? And if not, then you should really reconsider doing this. Because That's you're doing that. this. Yeah. And that, what you just said is exactly what I've been teaching for four yeah. years. So it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing this to get more listings, more commissions, and just have a more controllable business, right? So for me on this side, let me grab it real quick. No um, yeah, the first thing is where do you pull these at? So I think pulling them are important. So Zillow, Craigslist, Facebook, May, or Marketplace, the Penny Saver publications, a lot of those, I mean, are going to be great resources for pulling those for sale by owners. Red X, Land Boys, Vulcan 7, all have, a, all have a good amount on that end as well. Um, I think the biggest part to calling for sell by owners is the best day of the week to call for sell by owner is Monday. By far. By far. Because on Monday, guess what happened? The weekend came and gone. They didn't get an offer. They didn't have all the showings. And your first phone call is, hey, Brandon, just wanted to check, check in with you. The real estate market this past weekend was on fire. I don't think I've ever had so many showings on my properties. I'm getting offers left and right. Just curious, how many showings did you end up getting this weekend? Boom! Even if they got one or two or three or four, it's still not going to be enough. So then what you need to tell them is, actually, one thing you might not know is in the last seven days, this many properties went under contract in our market. And then, and then you can build up to an appointment. And man, if they sense that confidence coming off of you, they start just having more self-doubt. Doubting, man, am I doing everything I should be doing? Am I doing anything as far as exposure? Obviously, what I'm doing is not working. So, so on that, that end of it, I think that, uh, I think that that's the best time to do it. Now, homework that I would be doing is I think you should watch one YouTube video a day on for sell by owners. 
people prospecting for sell bios are trying to get some ideas. I think you do that either at 5 a.m. or you do it at like 10 p.m. at night. You got to do this homework as a side hustle because you can't do it during generating hours. But you got to be watching YouTube. You got to commit to practicing the scripts with somebody, getting role play partners. You got to commit to a certain amount of contacts for, for sell by owners, a certain amount of appointments, a certain amount of listings on that side. Um, second, you got to commit to taking the tour. And then you got to meet them face to face. You got to establish rapport. You got to put yourself in position to win. Demonstrate you're the right person for the, for the job on that side. And, uh, and on my end, one thing I try to gauge is the 80 20 principle where I'm asking questions 80% of the time and I'm only speaking 20% of the time. Big so, one. All about questions. Ask, now, ask, ask. Now here's, now, here's a hard thing. So, everything you just outlined is, is a, it's almost identical to what we've been teaching our students here, which is great. Yeah. The, the, the challenge for our students, Kevin, is, is showing that confidence and asking for the business because the seller's in pain. They have a problem. They've got to get their property sold. How would you coach uh, the agents on this call to get past that fear of just posing you as the solution and asking for that appointment? May I tell you the million dollar question? It's always, you want to get great rapport, get all the questions you have answered. And at the end of you asking questions and when you feel like there's nothing else you can say, you say, have you heard enough information to make a decision to list your property with me today? And if they say no, what other information can I provide you with? What other thing can I provide? What other information can we go over right now so you can feel comfortable to move forward? And then you're going to hear the objection or they're going to say, well, you really didn't talk about pricing too much or you really didn't tell me how your commission structure worked or you really didn't talk to me about marketing. But most of the time, man, they're just going to say yes. And then all you got to do is break out the paperwork and shut your mouth and get it, so and get it signed and walk out the door. So much of the time, the, the people are ready to sign. You just keep talking. And eventually, you probably talk your way out of it. Yeah. What about when you're on the phone? So you're doing your Monday follow-up calls yep. is what I teach. And, you know, these guys are really good at going on preview appointments or getting out there. They're doing 20 preview appointments. This is what I teach. Yep. Of the 20 preview appointments, they should be able to list eight through the Monday follow-up phone call. Yep. Where they have trouble is converting the follow-up phone call into a listing opportunity over the telephone. So as you're following up with FISBOs on the Monday call, how are you converting that Monday follow-up call into a listing appointment? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm purposely making them doubt what they're doing. So for me, it's, it's saying, oh, great, yeah, the market was this, market was that. Just curious how many sons you have. Just curious, I mean, how many calls were you even getting over your ad over the weekend? And I mean, besides Zillow or besides Mar whatever you saw them on, where else are you marketing the property? Hmm. Can, Can we role play that call? Can we role yeah, play yeah, that call? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Go ahead. Ring, ring. Hello, this is Brandon. Hey, Brandon, it's Kevin Mills again with Century 21. How are you? I'm doing well. Good, man. I'm sure that, uh, that you're busy as can be over there. I know the real estate market this past week has been on fire in your area. I'm taking a look right now. 34 houses went under contract in the last week. Just curious, I mean, were you able to get your sold over the weekend? No, no, we were not. No. Got some hot prospects that, that are thinking of writing offers or, or kind of what, 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 what's going on with it? Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple people come through, but uh, that's, okay. you know, no, nothing, nothing, no offers at this point. Okay, yeah, and were you screening those people before they came in? Did you make sure they were qualified and have proof of funds and intent to purchase and can't kind of could afford the property, or you just let anybody in the house right now? Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't, I guess, yeah, we, we don't have a real system for that, I guess. Yeah, no, 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 and, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Realistically, I mean, the more eyes, the better, right? So, so I didn't know if you were taking that approach. I'm just curious, I mean, besides Zillow, Brandon, where, where else are you marketing this property? Um, 
you know, we've got to sign and, you know, we're, we're doing open houses at this point. Yeah. Are you getting any traffic to the open houses when you hold them? I know that those aren't really scheduled. No, I mean, we're getting a couple of people here and there. I tell you, on my end through open houses, I have this complete domination plan that I use on my end for my clients to make sure that when we do hold an open house, if that's something that you want us to do, we hold them extremely successfully. So on this side, we have open houses that get tons of qualified buyers through the property. We make sure that we're vetting them when they come in as well, take their information so we know that they're qualified people. Just curious, I mean, how many showings have you had in the past week? I mean, probably one. Okay. Uh, the reason I'm asking is in that typical area, I was just looking through the stats. In that typical area this week, you've seen between seven and 11 properties uh, or seven and 11 showings per property in that area. So I was just wondering kind of how you, how you stuck or how, how you compared to that. Just curious, I mean, the house is really nice brand. I'm curious, I mean, what, what feedback did you get from that one person? I mean, not a whole lot. I mean, they came through and, and that was really, I mean, we hadn't heard back yet. Yeah. And I mean, how long have you been trying to get this sold now? Uh, you know, we've only been trying for about, you know, two, three weeks, I think. Yeah. And you have it priced at $250,000, right? I mean, how'd you come up with that price? I mean, we looked at what's selling in the area and, and felt that what, what our house has. And, you know, I guess, you know, do, do you have a buyer for our house? Yeah, I might. I mean, I'm just wondering in the event that you decided to hire an agent like myself and I, and I applied some aggressive marketing strategies to the property. I mean, would it be okay if we, we got the property sold in the first two or three weeks? Well, sure, of course. Okay, okay. Now, I know you're working hard to sell this on your own, but, but I mean, it sounds like you might be open to start considering agents. Am I starting to hear that in your voice that it's something you might even just consider a conversation? I'm not saying that you're definitely listing the property today, but would you consider hiring a real estate agent and uh, right now in the market? I mean, I don't think we're there yet, but, but certainly, yeah, if we can't get this thing sold in the next couple of weeks, we'd be open to something, I think. I got and what would you want in the agent that you chose? I mean, obviously, we want someone who can get the property sold. And um, I mean, that, that's really the, the main thing at this point. I got you. So if you met a real estate agent, and they, they completely convinced you that they were the agent that could get this property sold. You were confident in their approach. They took all kind of the, the burden of having to show the property and qualify the people and do the photos and the videos and the marketing and the exposure kind of off your plate. Then you would be willing to, to move forward with them if they hit that one box. Yeah, I think we'd be open to that. Okay, well, I'd say this, Brendan, and again, I'm not trying to impose on you, but what I want to do is come over and share some good information. I'd love to share with you what I'm doing to sell properties. I'd love to go through exactly what I think buyers love about your house, what they might not like, what might be holding it back from selling, and really take you through what I'm doing. If nothing else, maybe you get some tips on some things you want to try doing before you hire an agent. But I think when we, uh, when we meet together in person that you're really going to like what I'm saying, it sounds like we would work really well together. And, uh, and I think I can help you give, get, get you some good information so you can get down to Florida. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.